this is Gracefully Pruned by Formerly Mara. Hey, thanks for listening today. We're going to be talking about nothing but fear and immobility. And I'm excited about this topic because I think we've all experienced fear in one occasion or another. And immobility, I think um, there are seasons of unproductivity, there are seasons of frustration, and seasons seasons of numbness, you know. And I think it all starts with, um, with fear. Fear of believing you're incapable of doing something and it can also start by listening to voices that imply that you're not good enough and so the power of the spoken word you can bring life or death to someone you can bring joy or sadness to someone you can cause someone to go into an angry state because of what you say And I think words can lead to fear and state of unproductivity and immobility. But before we get started, let me share a quote that I recently heard. Um, As as you know, I love jotting down sayings or expressions that people happen to say in conversations. And this one is a good one. A good story has to have legs. I heard that and I thought, wow, I've never imagined a story having legs. But if you think about it, a story moves you. It moves you to have an emotion. If it's a really good story, it propels you to do something. So I wonder, I thought to myself, what about my personal story? Does my personal story move others to propel them to act to do something but a story like yours is in the works would it influence would it captivate would it cause change now let's get to the topic um nothing but fear and immobility i always read um i create a vision board and i select a verse that will will guide me throughout the year this year i picked a second king's Chapter 2, verse 21. It says, And he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it. This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it, will it cause death or make the land unproductive. So God gave me that verse for this year. Pray and I said, Lord, I don't want unproductivity to be part of who I am. Because I was in a state of being stuck state of um, feeling um, like my hands and my legs were tied. I didn't do anything because fear had an ownership of my heart. I just thank God that he gave me this verse, that he has the power and the might, the grace to heal what needs to be restored. And that in this verse, says, I have healed this water Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. So my prayer through this verse is that heal me, heal me, Father, so that those around me produce. It was just not something that I wanted to do for my own benefit, but for those around me. See that verse, come up with plans and lines and, um, it just depends 
um, where you're at spiritually and if you're willing to allow God to direct you. There's a story in the Bible in Numbers chapter 13 and 14 that talks about that. Um, talks about God gave instructions and Moses gave instructions. People, he uh, selected 12 to go into the land that God was promising. He wanted them to see for themselves what he was going to be providing. But all go through that season where um, become immobile, um, get so frustrated, really don't know what to do. But when they came back, their message caused confusion. Their co- message caused fear message resulted in state of immobility and a state of planning to go back where they were once before. And sometimes God gives us the opportunity to look ahead, to see what he has for us. We at times can shut down because we feel that it's just too big for us to handle. Or people around us are not very helpful happened with the people of Israel they heard this bad report they did not want to hear they didn't want to hear their report they hear their cry saying that no we could do it because God's going to be with us it is God who's going to give us the victory hear that so what happened there is consequence that visual who who disagreed who became so fearful of the task that was at hand were not able to enter the promised land. They had to stay in the desert for 40 years, one year per each day that they were out there. The team was out there evaluating the land. And only those people that were younger than 20 years old at the time were able to enter the promised land. So everyone was impacted because these 10 people did not know God, because these 10 people came back with a report caused instability in the group to do um, and for us to look at our lives. In your life, are you unproductive? In your life, have you to serve in a capacity? He will give you the favor, give you the strength. But when we move our eyes him and ears from listening to him what he's called us to do and we're wanting to hear what people say influence how we move forward i think constructive criticism is important and valid constructive criticism got the intent you look i have to look at the source and whatever they say, just give it back to the Lord. Lord, this person said this. Please confirm it. Their relationship the person you should be entertaining, listening to. Confirm it with your word. Confirm it with someone else that has nothing to do with this activity or this place. You know, prior to... Um, me selecting that verse in Second Kings two twenty one. I picked that for January through <laughs> January twenty nineteen. But in twenty eighteen, I had the opportunity to read a book, and it's a secular book. It's called Who Moved My Cheese, 
And if you haven't read, it's a great book. It's a short read. You can even go to YouTube and see a quick video. It's about 10, 15 minutes. This uh, cry in, in my heart asking God, God, I feel like I am him. You know, I am, I feel stuck. I am looking for something and there's nothing here. There's nothing here for me. What am I doing here? There's nothing. At the same time, I didn't have peace to move forward. I didn't have a peace to to do anything but stay where I was at. And yet I cried because where I was at, I didn't see anything. I felt stuck. And suddenly I kept talking about this book. And for months, I kept thinking about it, that I was one of those little people. I was him. I just thank God that he changed my prayer in this. God, you're the cheese maker. You are the cheese maker. I don't see anything here, but there's purpose. You've brought me here. I changed my prayer and I said, Lord, I don't see anything. I Nothing can come out of this here. And you know that mighty God, and you can make things happen. These things to meantime, while I wait, for your clear direction, because if I don't move without your presence, if you don't tell me to move, I, I am going to stay put. But give me peace, give me joy, and allow me to just completely trust in your process. And I think that prayer helped me so much. And they would say, hey, how are you doing today? Because suddenly I say, I'm great. I'm anticipating something. And by just saying that, my posture changed. And now I see he is. Because that verse, that God is working something really, really good. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it. This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And God, through his mercy and his grace, he removed that fear and that immobility and put peace in me and put that while I wait, I will surrender just the right state of mind. I will gladly say yes to serve in any way God allows me to serve. See, I am looking forward to the day I can say I have a great story. It has some legs. And I can't wait to see how my story will impact those around me. Do we do in the mean to know that God, that he has a power to heal, heal your mind, heal your heart, and remove that state of unproductivity, that state of feeling stuck, the fear to remove? So yes, God has a plan for you. He wants you to live freely. And so if you've been feeling unproductive, have if you've been feeling stuck in a rut, just know that if you were to approach God and ask God to heal your heart and your mind, to renew your mind, to restore your heart, that he will make your path straight. He will let you see clearly what you need to do, even if it's a step at a time. Remember that you have a story, and I pray that your story has some legs.
Thanks for tuning in to Gracefully Pruned by Formerly Mata. Keep on abiding. Keep seeking God, his word, and activate obedience. Until next time. Thank you.